Hi YouTube! What's up Glow Getters? I haven't seen you guys in a minute. Oh! I'm so excited to be back. I feel like my phone is like hanging out in the corner over here because y'all know I'm recording the podcast at the same time. So, <laughs> all right. Happy Thursday. Happy March. Happy spring is coming. I know it's not that close, but I'm excited that it's coming. <laughs> I'm really glad it's March and not October anymore. Uh, I personally struggle with some seasonal depression on top of my my regular depression so I'll be really happy that the Sun is gonna be making more of a regular appearance however I will admit that here in Texas we are very spoiled and we get plenty of sunshine so I'll just be happy to have the Sun like every day <laughs> spoiled hashtag spoiled all right guys well I am back I did take a little bit of a hiatus uh, personally, I actually just didn't realize that it has been over six weeks. Um, so yeah, wow. <laughs> Little update. Um, let's see, February was all about self-love. And so in that, um, within mind and body, we've leaned into a lot of cultivating self-love with our clients, um, and within ourselves as well. So I just really leaned into my coaching. Um, it felt really good to operate from my heart and lean into what I love to do, which is coach people. Like, yes, I have to show up on social media. Um, I get to, right? Uh, yes, I get to be active here with you all online. Um, and also a business person out in the real world, but really coaching is the reason that I do what I do. Um, I love coaching. I really love coaching and I really love playing a small part in, in someone else's journey. I think that that's what we're here to do as humans. I think that we're here to help each other through the journey because we're all living the same journey. Something I say to my clients a lot is <clears throat> you are a unique individual having a human experience, right? Like, yes, your soul, who you are here in this present time is pretty unique. Um, but overall, you are having a human experience. And what I mean by that is that people experience grief. People experience anger, people experience happiness, people experience pleasure. But these are all things that people have a different gauge for, right? Based on how we grew up, our experiences, um, who we are, like who we are at the core, how we operate within our internal world, right? <clears throat> and I adore my favorite part of my job is that it's not about me it's not me fixing me it's not me uh you know like taking credit for their work even like really these women are just finding themselves they're coming back home they're coming back to themselves and <clears throat> I really enjoy being able to guide people through that process because I've been there alone right? So <clears throat> I wanted to preface this episode with 
with all of this because in the coaching space, we have a particular way of speaking sometimes. We can be very polarizing, right? Um, the whole point is that I'm trying to get you to stop scrolling. You have been so programmed to, to easily scroll and not actually let the words hit you that I have to get your attention in the first second, right? So I do enough to get your attention. And then once you start reading and once we start getting to know each other and once you become a client of mine, whether that's through a membership or through, um, through, I'm sorry, one-on-one -on -one coaching or through just like even developing a relationship online, even if you don't become a client of mine, whatever that, however that progress in our relationship looks, um, you will realize that sure, sometimes I might write things that sound a lot like other coaches that can sound a little toxically positive, that can sound a little uh, demeaning. It can, I don't like to use the word demeaning because I really don't, I really don't write things actually in that tone. Um, but it, it can sound very polarizing, right? Like some of us can read what Des writes and feel personally attacked. And the point of that is for us to open this conversation about what change actually looks like for you. So I wanted to start there and I've been having a lot of um, conversations online lately where <clears throat> people perceive what I say as toxically positive or um, even described as like somebody just recently described what I said as like hustle culture, which I find hilarious because <laughs> you can ask any of the mind and body babes. You can ask any of the mind and body co-founders. You can ask my best friend. You can ask my boyfriend. At one point in time, for sure, I was heavy in the masculine uh, but what I'm not about is the hustle culture. I've definitely, like, I have definitely checked out of that ride. I'm not interested. It's cool, been there, done that, but, like, um, I'm good over here, babe. I'm flowing. So, <laughs> so, one, I know myself, right? So, because I know myself, I already can read these comments and read this feedback and see where... They are actually seeing what I'm saying and where they are projecting, right? And then I'm able to engage in intelligent conversation with them and not react in a triggered way. However, what happens when I, when I proceed to have that conversation with them is that they never respond to me. <laughs> and that's part of what, what inspired today's episode is um, I want to have a really like candid, open conversation about how easy it is to stay a victim. And this is definitely going to be a triggering conversation for some of us. I think we may have to listen to this in parts and pieces. So I just wanted to say all of this before we get started. <laughs> um. But yeah, let's let's uh let's talk about it, right? Because I am not I am definitely not quiet about what I do for a living. Um in fact, 
my personal page on Facebook is also my business page. Like I make the same exact posts. Um, and I have friends still. You know how on Facebook you can have like a following now? I still have friends. So it's still very much just like my original Facebook profile. And I went back and forth when I did that initially, when I made that choice uh, because of this. But I was like, nah, like I'm just going to be me. And if people need to see themselves out, they can see themselves out. But I'm not going to, we are well past the point. <laughs> we, as in all the versions of Desiree, are well past the point of being quiet anymore. So I really want to have this conversation because I know somebody needs to hear it. But I, again, like I said, I just want you to be prepared to take it in bits and pieces. Um, and if you follow me on Instagram or Facebook, please, please, please message me because I would love to chat about this with all of you individually and kind of dig into, into the bits and pieces. But anyways, <clears throat> when you decide at some point we can all get to a place in life where we're just sick of it. We're just sick of it. I'm just sick of being depressed all of the time. I'm just sick of being angry all of the time. I'm just sick of everything irritating me. I'm sick of not being able to really enjoy certain things in life and really feel gratitude and really feel love. And I'm sick of feeling like I have to compete with everyone or everything. Uh, I'm sick of feeling offended by everyone or everything or feeling defensive towards everyone and everything. When we get done and finished with these emotions and we really are done and we really have made the choice that this is it and we want more, we want more peace, we want more balance. We want more insert thing here. You also have to give more. I am not victim blaming. I am not victim shaming. I understand that every single person comes from a different socioeconomic background. In fact, because of how I grew up and because of who my parents are, I probably understand that better than you realize and better than most people. I really do. I get we all have our stories and I get we all have trauma and I get that we all have pain. But what I also get is that at some point you get to choose whether you are going to continue to be the victim or whether you are going to let that shit go and take control of the rest of your life that you have left. Not everyone wants this kind of change. And that's okay too. Like some people are baby steppers and there's nothing wrong with that. And I understand that by saying that it makes me sound like I'm putting them down. But no, I'm just saying some people have to literally go one step at a time in front of the other. Some people are just not risk takers. They could be if they wanted to be, but, but I've seen people be successful either way, right? Like I've seen people literally baby step and I have seen people take risk after risk after risk. And guess what? They still get to their destination as long as they have made a choice, okay? So um, someone, one of the comments recently on my posts hinted at the fact that I was being toxically positive by suggesting that you change your narrative. 
Um, and I was like, well, I mean, I don't really think so. Because this is something that's free, first of all. Like, this is free action that someone can take. So, actually, I'm, I'm reducing <laughs> the lack of access to information, right? Uh, this is also something that is choosable. Like, like it's a choice. <laughs> we, have, we have to decide that we actually want more to get more. Because then, once we decide we want more, we have to take action like we want more, right? Which kind of pulls me back to like, we have to do more when we want more. When you ask for more, the universe is always going to, the universe, God, etc., etc., insert here, is always going to give us a chance to prove it. We ask, we vocalize, and God says, okay. Here's your chance. Show me how serious you are and I will give you the appropriate path. I will open the appropriate gate that allows you down the appropriate path based on your energy investment. So then When you give that certain amount of energy, when you make that specific exchange, you can have aligned opportunities fall into your path. So if you are someone who wants alignment, if you are someone who wants peace, if you are someone working towards more inner balance, working towards a uh, better mentor, better mentor, better mental health <laughs> if you are someone interested in your personal development overall but you are very quick to feel triggered by um a broad piece of advice i want to encourage you to dig into what's actually happening there because there is some part of you that is feeling triggered by what I'm saying because you think that I am not seeing you. You think that I am neglecting um, or ignoring the fact that you maybe didn't have easy access to gyms growing up or that you maybe didn't have a family that could afford to even think about athletics, you know, like that you maybe grew up with 500 siblings or maybe you just didn't have that that path in front of you in life like maybe you grew up perfectly fine but you just never had the opportunity to explore these things and so you've never developed the skills i'm not taking away from that we are all human i just dropped my stone that's what happened <laughs> you see i get so excited thank goodness i have more stones Woo! um but i am not taking away from the fact again that trauma happens, things happen. People live life. <laughs> but if you want more, then we have to retire that storyline, baby girl. We have to let it go, okay? Because the longer that you sit here and say, I can't, I won't, I couldn't, I wish I would have had, I wish I could have done, I wish I da-da-da-da-da, whatever, the, that time could be spent 
making it actually happen. Making the future for yourself a lot prettier than the past has been. The past is the past. We can't change the past, okay? Some of us can go back in time. That's a different episode. <laughs> but, <laughs> but we can't change the past. We can only change right now. We can only make changes right now and then reap the benefits later. So you have to take action and make changes right now. And that is where you get to release the victim. You cannot be the victim and the victor. Whew. Who said that? <laughs> you guys, today, today's episode is complete channeling also. So I just want to, I want to let you know that this is a very, the portal is open and I am just giving you the information, Okay. Um, man, you cannot be the victim and the victor. That was good. Whoever said it, but it's true. Can you, you can't, you can't, you can't be someone who lives in the past, who, who uses their trauma as a way to find something to blame. Because also let's talk about how satisfying it is to find guilt in someone or something outside of us, right? Ooh, we love to blame. We love to blame. We love to get defensive. We love to find something wrong in what the healer is trying to give us, right? This, yes, now I've come back to the Instagram conversations. <laughs> but we love it. We love it because then it makes us feel better. It lowers the pedestal that we have put this person on because really what you have done is put me on a pedestal and expected me not to be human and expected that like I won't say things or do things that still sometimes, whether purposely or not, hurt people's feelings. And so that's not fair to me. What have I done to you for you to place those expectations on me? Coming back though, you cannot be the person living in the past, living in this story of everybody's out to get me and also be the person who doesn't give a fuck about what anybody else thinks, says, does about who they are. You really can't. You really can't. And I'm not saying that you don't care at all, right? I have my counsel, Okay, I have my personal counsel is what I like to call them. My group of people who, when I'm looking for specific advice, specific insight, so, and some really trustworthy, like, intuitive guidance, right? Because for me, I understand therapy. I've been in and out of therapy my entire life. Um, I understand it really well. I understand the science behind psychology and I understand how to apply it. But I am in a place in my life where not everything is going to be fixed by therapy anymore. Therapy is just like coaching. It gives you the tools, but you have to take the action. It gives you the tools, but you have to take the action. And that's whether you come in as a member in a membership or a high ticket one-on-one -on -one client, right? No matter what, no matter where you are in life, right? Whether you are just cruising along in the membership of life, 
or whether you are highly invested in a high-ticket client of life. You can't be both. You can't be both people. You have to release one or the other. And I don't know about you, but I'm not trying to live in my victimhood for the rest of my life because I know that story. We know what happened. Cool story, everybody's got one. And again, I'm not saying that to negate what you have been through. I'm saying that because you are one individual, unique soul having a human experience. And there are times where we just get to get over it. <laughs> that, that, is, that is true spirituality, okay? Like really, yes, spirituality is beautiful. Yes, spirituality can be very magical and very, um, there is, God, it's so enlightening, right? There's so much enlightenment in there. But the real day-to-day -day tasks of being a spiritual savage means honoring if I feel sad that day and just feeling my sadness that day. And then also saying, like, that doesn't mean you're not going to A, B, and C, okay? Because I used to be very emotionally driven. And I still am. The difference is that I now know how to honor myself and also get shit done. Um, so before it was, I would let myself lean into the victimhood, right? Like I would be like, oh, this made me sad. And so now today I'm not going to work out. I'm not going to go to work. I'm not going to do this. Whatever needed to get done, I wasn't going to do it because I was going to hold space, quote unquote, hold space for myself, right? This is why I'm like, you guys, you're cute <laughs> in the comments with some of the toxic positivity, toxic negativity. I've been seeing all of it lately and it's been... Like I said, super insightful, super cool to have these conversations. But there's been a lot of triggering happening online lately. And I also understand there's a lot going on in the world. So that, you know, our stress levels are definitely leaking into the online conversations that we're having. Um, but I have been accused of like toxic positivity, toxic negativity, toxic masculinity, toxic femininity. All four in like the last three weeks. And so I'm like, wow, this is really, there's really something going on collectively here because this is not just by one person. This is not just by one kind of person. Um, and how they respond has been very different. That's been cool to watch too, right? Like kind of where everybody is at right now. Um, but like I said, there's been, a, there has been about half of them that just don't respond when I try to engage in these conversations with them. And so, so for them, that's, that's really what inspired this episode today is I just, if you're not ready for this conversation, if you're not ready to get into the DMs with someone talking about this, if you're not ready to comment on Instagram and have this conversation in public, these are really deep, like I said, triggering things, you guys, it's okay. We are human. We are human. We are human. But again, you cannot be the victim and the victor. Okay. So I wanted to kind of, it's like a very abrupt ending. But um, what I wanted to come back to actually was something I said earlier about uh, toxic positivity.
it is not toxic. There is nothing unhealthy about telling someone that they have all of the power within them to manifest their life. Because it's true. This is where it's not, I'm never, me personally, and most coaches, right? We're just talking about like relational stuff here. We are never trying to say that all you have to do is think it and you can be it, right? That's not what I'm saying. I'm not saying that if you change your story right now, today, tomorrow, you're going to wake up and your life is going to be magically different and everything's going to fall into place. And by the end of the month, you're going to have your dream job, your dream house, your dream partner, your dream dog, your dream, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Right? That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying, though, is that if you change your story a little bit, word by word, every single day, you are taking back a little bit of your power. And if you did that for 365 days straight, you could heal a lot of that disempowerment that you feel when someone that you hardly know tries to give you a piece of advice. And I, and I want to really get into that because like, we all need to accept that a lot of people online don't really know us, right? Especially online. Some of these people have been on our friend lists for years, decades, okay? Which means they only know a certain version of us. And so that's also why like these comments I've been very welcome to because I understand that these people don't really know me or know me anymore. And some, most of these people actually, out of the seven, six of them, are people who have known a version of me, but they do not know me who I am as I am today. And so because of that, they can perceive what I'm saying as toxically positive, right? Or toxically negative or whatever connotation they feel it has. But if they knew who I was and how I spoke um, and, and if we were in alignment, then they would understand what I was trying to say. And that's not me being, that's not me being spiritually bypassing. That is not me being toxically positive. That is just real, honest truth. If you and I are aligned, it's going to be relatively easy. I'm not saying the work is going to be easy. What I'm saying is the arrangement of the work is going to be easy, okay? If you were truly ready to do something, you will do it. This is why I don't chase sales calls. <laughs> like... <laughs> I will reschedule you one time, one time. And after that one time, if you come up with another excuse, that's the same base objection as before. So like if it's around the ability to make time or if it's around the ability to uh, be alone or if it's around like, oh, I forgot again, then I'm going to just call you on it and say, okay, this is obviously really not a priority for you right now. And I want you to know that this particular program is a priority. It is an investment. It is something that's going to ask more of you because before, it is always darkest before the dawn. It is always hardest before you get to the easy part. And the only reason I have to ask money of you as your investment is because we live here on earth. It's your energetic investment, right? The universe is asking for your time, energy, etc. I have to ask for your money because we're on earth. <laughs> Great. 
But like really, if you already from the beginning can't make the time, if you already from the beginning cannot find a way to make the time, because, you know, I don't, it's not my favorite saying, but like we all have the same 24 hours in a day to an extent. Again, I get everybody's special, but also everybody's having a human experience. <laughs> um, if you really were ready, though, you would find a way to make it happen. Okay? Period. Because the, the ones who are ready always find a way to make it happen. When I am ready, I find a way to make it happen. So... <clears throat> It's okay to feel triggered by someone's post, right? Again, we may only know one version of that person. It's okay to feel triggered by someone's comment or Twitter feed, <laughs> whatever. Um, but I think also what we get to look at if we are someone who really wants to grow, who really is ready to be out of the situation we are currently in, whether that's emotionally, mentally, uh, physically, spiritually, wherever that is in your life. Then we really get to consider the fact that it is not toxic positivity. It is not toxic masculinity. It is not toxic femininity. It is not toxic masculinity. And it is none of those things fault. It is up to me and my personal accountability to make the change that I am seeking. Right? I, again, we can't sit here and ask <laughs> the universe for this opportunity to see things differently, to have a different life, to move differently, but not do differently. That's just not how this works. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It would be cool. <laughs> I'm sure there's some world out there that does operate that way because they've figured out how energy works. But we're still working on it as a collective species. We don't have it down, okay? As a collective species, a lot of us are still very stressed. As a collective species, a lot of us are still living in overwhelm. We're still living in the matrix. We're still living in this programmed life. It's so strange. It's so strange to be like just the littlest bit awake. The littlest bit awake and like see people still asleep. It's so strange. Um <laughs> And, and it just, it's like my heart is just so open for them also though. And, it, and I don't mean that in like, a, wow, I feel so bad for you. I mean that in like, I'm just going to be myself and hopefully there's something I can do or say or channel that might, that might help you out. That might help you not feel so angry. That might help you not feel so sad. That might help you not feel so desperate wherever you are at. I just, I, I can read energy, right? That's part of my healing power. I can read people's energy and I just know. And so, <laughs> all I can do is be my best healing self and hope that um, the, the ones who are aligned with me and who are meant to meet me do. 
And the rest will come too. The rest will come too. We'll all end up together anyways. It's just that sometimes I understand how intimidating it can be to have a reflection of your future self looking at you. Um, because I realize that that's, that's what I am. Uh, and again, this is not to be like egotistical to my own horn. This is just real. For some people, I am their future selves. And for some people, that reflection is too much. For some people, it's too overwhelming and they're not ready to look at that yet. And that is why I always say, like, you can see yourself out. You don't have to, you don't have to follow me on Instagram. You don't have to follow me on Facebook <laughs> to listen to my podcasts, right? Um, especially now that you know that the show is is a thing. Like, if you just follow me on Spotify and YouTube, you will get the shows. And then we can have these deeper, more meaningful conversations about these very broad subjects that we've had to simplify for the sake of technology. So coming back to, you're like, you've taken me on a rant, does, where does, what does this have to do with personal accountability, right? Well, this is the thing, is that we can sometimes lean too far into that, right? Like there's a balance and that's what I mean is that we are constantly, we are humans and so we flow and we cannot be perfect. We cannot perfectly ride the line. But what we can do is if this is the line, if the line is right here in the middle, what I can do is kind of ride along the line, right? And keep myself in a good homeostasis near enough to the line that I don't lose my balance. But I also allow myself to come away from the line because we have to, in order to learn, So it's not about being perfect, but how much can I stabilize my own line to enable myself to make healthier and healthier choices, right? Uh, this morning, I had a conversation with a client that was really interesting and it it's the first time I've had that conversation with an outside version of myself. Um, it was a it was a past version of Desiree. And it was the version of me that felt like I had to go to the gym six days a week. I had to do this, that, and the third in regards to my nutrition. And I had to because I was a busy person and I didn't have time to not do it, right? And then on top of that, I also gave myself the story that this is the only time I have to spend on me. Like my gym time was the first time that I had me time, really, that I took some real me time, um, was my gym time. Um, and now it's so funny because I've, I've, <laughs> I've graduated so far in my relationship with with fitness and health that I really don't, it's really so second nature. It just is a part of me. I go lift. I, I lift four times a week at least. Sometimes five. Most of the time four though. Most of the time four because that's all I need. You'd be surprised what 
what doing six weeks in the gym or six weeks <laughs> you'd be surprised what six days in the gym is doing to your results and it's not doing anything good i can promise you that uh, because most of you are like i said already overwhelmed and already stressed so you don't really need all that extra stress to see the results you want to see um but i you know i've graduated so much in this relationship with the gym and and my health and fitness in general, that it was really cool to to kind of witness this conversation I had this morning because it was a past version of me. She was telling me that she didn't get very good rest last night, if any. Then she went to the gym because it was a commitment she made to herself and this is her me time and all of these very similar stories to Des. And then proceeds to tell me also how busy she is and how her work schedule operates. And I already knew this. What's funny is I already knew that she was going to say these things because <laughs> this is something we're working on right now, right? So I already knew this was going to happen. Um, and I challenged her to consider what it looks like if we don't go to the gym when we don't rest well. Here's the thing, a lack of sleep even just one night of of meh rest of like could have been better does put a lot of stress on our bodies and our nervous system and our brain just overall like it puts the body under a lot of stress that is why you will find that you crave a lot of food days that you haven't slept well the night before you will find that you not only crave more food but also not the best kinds of food like you find that you want salty things and sweet things because your hormones are out of whack one night of sleep starts this process i'm telling you guys it's wild how dependent we are on sleep sometimes when i start working with clients one-on-one -on -one, we spend the first like 30 days just getting their self sustaining habits in place because their sleep is all over the place um their schedule is all over the place like there's no there's nowhere for them to find homeostasis and that's why they feel like they don't have time or energy or you know how am i going to fit this into my life how is this going to work i can't i already can't find the time how am i going to find the time just because i get a coach well that is what i do i'm teaching you <laughs> i'm teaching you how to really find that homeostasis back to my client so i challenged her to think about what it would look like if she didn't go to the gym because she didn't rest well the night before and i knew she was going to kind of give me that pushback of like oh this is my me time and this is a commitment and we can always find a reason not to go to the gym and I'm like oh absolutely we can and uh, as your coach I'm going to sit here and tell you I'm not giving you a free pass I'm not telling you no don't go to the gym just because you might have missed an hour of sleep right that's different than you telling me you slept like shit last night if you got any rest at all then you got up at 4 a.m and went to the gym and now you have to work a 12-hour day or more before you get home and prep prep to do it again tomorrow. And I know how busy, she's a businesswoman, right? So she's very like, go, go, go. She likes to keep herself moving. But the, the issue with keeping ourselves moving, the issue with 
feeling the need to be perfect, the issue with making these commitments to ourselves and then hyper-focusing on that commitment to ourselves as if sacrificing our well-being is some kind of valiant offer to our bodies <laughs> is also not going to get you where you're trying to go, right? That's that toxic masculinity, that go, 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 that hustle culture. That is the the toxic, that is how things can become toxically positive, right? You, you want to lean into the fact that you made this commitment to yourself, right? But when you made this commitment to yourself, you said you wanted to get healthier. Yes, you also said you wanted to get stronger and lose fat and be fitter and prepare for some kind of race, but you also said healthier. So when I say healthier, I mean overall. I'm telling you I'm going to level up and play the game and I'm going to level up and change the game of life that you play. The way that you play. It's going to be different than it was before because that's what you want. But we cannot override and overwhelm the system on our way to getting there. But we also cannot pacify and uh, baby the system, right? We got to find that tough love. That is why coaches, <laughs> that is why coaches talk so much about tough love. Because tough love is really where the magic lies. It's when you can say, Yes, I'm going to sit here and process this anger and I'm going to throw a five second tantrum and then I'm also going to go do this shit anyways because it needs to get done. Because this is my purpose. There's so much on a daily basis, you guys, dealing with technology. Oh my gosh. There's so much that irritates me. <laughs> Ooh, it gets me real fired up. <sighs> but my purpose is bigger. My my energy is bigger. My my healing is bigger than whatever technology <laughs> irritations could occur. And so, yes, I have to try 500 times to keep posting something. Yes, I might have to rewrite a caption <laughs> when Instagram deletes my shit. <sighs> it's okay. I love you, IG. I love it. I love you. Just sometimes. <laughs> Technology's not on my side, and that's okay. I've made peace with the fact that I'm probably never going to be the most tech-savvy person. But when I made peace with that, I also, all of a sudden, surprised, started surprising myself with all of these tech-savvy skills I do have, right? So you see how we focus on, like, the one negative thing, but then we also don't give ourselves the room in the same moment. You can do both in the same moment. It's like the yin and yang sign, you guys. It's just like the yin and the yang. The black and the white. But then inside of the white is a little bit of black. And inside of the black is a little bit of white. Because that is truly balance. That is truly peace. It's a little bit of chaos. <laughs> it's a little bit of, of guesswork, right? It's a little bit of like, mm, let me push myself here. Mm, let me nudge myself here. Mm. But then it's also recognizing when you need to process, recognizing when you need space for pleasure, recognizing when you need space for fun, recognizing when you can experience an emotion and also still do the thing. Right? It's like, like, imagine if, imagine if you said, if you just, if, um, if I was coaching you and you just kept coming to me and saying, I just don't want to get up in the morning. 
I know you're like, what? what? <laughs> but just go with me here. Go with me. And I'm like, what? But you have to get up in order to get things done. I just don't like getting up in the morning. I just don't want to get up. It's so exhausting to just even think about getting out of bed. So are you just going to live in your bed for the rest of your life? If that's what you want to do, cool. I support you. But when you are telling me, when we have had multiple conversations about you wanting change, and then we get to this point and you of even working together, we can get as far as working together, and then you still are just telling me how, how tired you are and how much you don't want to get out of bed. And I'm like, yeah, well, that's what we got to do to get to where you're trying to go. So are you still trying to go there? I thought that's what we were doing. <laughs> You guys are getting a little bit of Coach Des today. Coach Des is out, okay? She's like, no, ma'am, no, sir. We are going to take some accountability. And I'm going to love you through it, but we are going to take some accountability. Oh, man. It's been so interesting to kind of watch this happen, like I said, on a collective level. Because this has come from, again, people who have known me in different versions of myself, people who have known me in different parts of my life, Um Two of them have been people who don't know me very well at all. And so then I can really remove myself from that projection, right? Like I really know what's about them and what's actually about what I said. And most of it is about them. Uh, but even one of those is actually someone I knew just very early in life. Like they knew the teenage version of me. So they just really don't know me. And I can really remove myself from that, right? In my eyes, we really don't know each other. We're just friends because we we are aware of each other's existence online. <laughs> but um, six of the seven of them are people who who did know me at some point in my life. And because of who I am now, because of the version of me I've grown into, they don't really know me anymore. And so it can be much easier to perceive, to take someone's word for face value, right? That is the con. <laughs> One of the many cons of social media is that we only have the context that we know of that person. We only have the context and tone in which the things are written. And sometimes they can read a very specific way. But overall, I wanted to remind you that if you are someone on your personal development journey, if you have committed to not being a victim for the rest of your life, then remember that when someone says something that feels triggering, that feels toxically insert here whatever adjective <laughs> insert adjective here and it feels overwhelming and it feels triggering remember that this is a lesson and this is you getting an opportunity to prove how much you want something universe god is putting this opportunity in front of you to say okay you vocalize this want this need now if i give you the opportunity what will you do with it? Will you show up for yourself? Will you be graceful with yourself? But will you also do the hard work, the scary work, the deep work, 
And there is nothing wrong with not wanting to do that shit alone. Like, I didn't want to do it alone. That's why I went and got the coaches that I have gotten. That's why I've had the coaches I've had. That's why I have a coach right now. Because <laughs> I recently found out some information that I'm like, man, I really don't want to just let this shit sit here and fester. I really don't want to allow myself the ability because I also have an addictive personality and I also get addicted to things very easily. So if I allow myself to sit here in this victimhood of this story of this new trauma that was just exposed to me, I'm going to become addicted to it. And then before you know it, I won't be going to the gym. And before you know it, Coach Des will be just someone that you used to know <laughs> because I've let myself fall down in the spiral of victimhood, right? I let myself get pulled down by the weight. It's so heavy. Aren't you tired? Aren't you tired? I was tired. I remember. And it's that same tiredness that keeps me from falling down again because that shit was way too heavy to keep carrying for the rest of my life. For the rest of my life because we still have a while to go, kids. <laughs> we're not that far really so we still have plenty of time to make a difference for ourselves and for our health it's so crazy because you know the world is convinced that we've been going through a mental health crisis for for a long time and we haven't even gotten to the hardest part yet like it's going to get worse before it gets better. And these these things that we think are so awful, we're going to become so, you know, school shootings and suicides. And again, you guys, I know I'm talking about some triggering shit today. So please, please, please take your time listening through all of this. Whew. Um, but all of these things that we've already kind of become used to as a society, we're going to become more used to. We're going to become more conditioned to think that it's okay and it's not okay we should not be walking around wanting to kill ourselves that's not healthy that's not okay and so that's why i do what i do <laughs> gosh i know that's kind of morbid but like i really like i understand that also the systems in place are not here to help us and so that's why coaches even exist in the first place that's that's how the first online coach probably came to be is they found that there was a need that they could fill that was missing that actually changed someone's life that wasn't run by big pharma or wasn't run by uh, the government or didn't have someone's big money in it. That was an honest healing exchange for two human beings because that is what's going to heal us collectively. That is what's going to raise us collectively is the one-on-one -on -one interactions, the little bit of wisdom I have combined with the little bit of wisdom my boyfriend has combined with the little bit of wisdom my best friend has combined with the little bit of wisdom my parents have given me combined with all of the other wisdom interactions I've had in my life is how I can come here and be with you and help give you the wisdom in combination with the wisdom you've gained everywhere else in your life to create the alchemy, to create change in your life. So <laughs> I really want to encourage you coming out of this episode to sit back and 
journal. I always encourage journaling. I think getting it out of your head onto paper is one of the best things you can do. And this can be free automatic writing, but I'm also going to give you a prompt. Um, however you do it, I think that it's a really great time. There's a lot of energies shifting. We are moving into a new era, okay? And you have the opportunity right now to have a little bit of a death in order to be reborn. And I really want to ask you to join me in analyzing and reflecting on times that you have let the victim win. And then I want you to consider what what would be different? What, not what you would do differently today, but what would be different if you had claimed some personal accountability in that situation? And sometimes it's going to be nothing. It's going to be nothing, okay? Like, uh, I would say maybe don't pick, like, your deepest, darkest trauma to journal about because that's a lot. That's heavy work, right? Um, but just pick something relevant, something that comes to mind, something kind of fresh maybe because the fresher it is, the easier. And if you don't have anything that automatically comes to you when you start to think about the situation, then here's your prompt. <clears throat> think of a time that you were the victim. I'm not going to over explain that because I don't want to. I want you to define what victim is to you. When have you been in your victimhood? Think of a time you were in your victimhood. Thank you. That's what I wanted to say. Talk about it. What happened? Like literally just start writing what happened, what you experienced. Sometimes we have to go back in time to find the memory um, and really be there again and, and let ourselves experience that energy because we've shut ourselves off from it so much and we've pushed it down so much that we are now disconnected from it. So now we have to reconnect to the energy to let it pass through. Think of a time that you were in your victimhood. What happened? What was going on? Who was involved? And then if you had your power, what would have been different in that situation. So I want you to answer that from who you were, not who you are. Because again, as we discussed, your socioeconomic background, your uh, upbringing, all of these things contribute to what we have access to, right? So I don't want to know what you would do differently now, now that you are not living in the projects and now that you have um, moved up to the middle class and now that you have removed yourself from the toxic people in your family who what would you what choice would you make now no 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 who you are who you were in that moment if you had known about your power in that moment what would you have done differently okay so think of a time that you felt triggered or in your victimhood. Write about it. What happened? Who was there? What was the situation? 
And then if you had your power in that moment, if you were empowered at all, just a little bit more in that moment, what would have been different? What would you have said, done, felt, etc., differently? Take your time. Feel free to share your answers with me if you want. I'm really curious on where this leads you. Um, and also, be gentle with yourself, okay? You guys, this is heavy work. This is deep work. Uh, what I came here to talk to you about today was not lighthearted by any means. I definitely was honest and raw. And um, like I said, if any of this was triggering, just take your time with it. Go back and re-listen if you need to. Um, man, wow, we talked for a long time today, you guys. Almost an hour. Woo, that was a big message. That's what happens when I take six weeks off, right? <laughs> So don't worry, um, I will actually be back much sooner than six weeks. Um, I'm going to be going live on my podcast a little bit more. And so that's also going to help me uh, in not being live online anymore. So if you're loving the podcasts, make sure that you subscribe, make sure that you follow me on Spotify and or iTunes, wherever you're listening from, because Less and less of this information is going to be available on Instagram and more and more of it is going to be available on YouTube and and my podcast. Okay, you guys, just making some personal shifts for myself and I'm super excited to share all the big changes with you. Also, if you feel like this really resonated with you and you're ready to work with someone one-on-one, -on -one, I did just drop my Spiritual Savage program. So that is accepting applications right now. I'll drop that in the show notes, uh, the application link. And otherwise, I hope you guys have the best freaking Thursday of your lives. Thank you so much, Glow Getters, for tuning into this episode with me. And I will see you guys next week. Bye.